This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everyone. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show podcast extraordinaire, spectacular, once in a lifetime event. <laughs> no, spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> this is episode number 19, episode 19. Wow. My name is oh my Eric gosh. Peterson. I am one of your lovely Aww. good buddy co hosts with my other lovely good buddy, Danny Jordan. <laughs> How are you, Danny? We're here. It's happening. We are less than a week. Oh my goodness go. gracious! Can you believe it? No, I can't. I don't want to. I mean, I do. I do want to believe it, but I don't want to believe it all at the same time, because it's like I, the other day I was like, I, I think I talked about this on the show. I, I was like, oh wait, Christmas, slow down. You know, like yeah. pump the brakes yeah. just a little bit. I feel like we've been so wrapped up in the show and all these things that you know, it's like feels like Christmas has just flown by. The whole season has just been like yes. a rocket ship. Uh, just yeah. exploding past me this year, which has been awesome because it's been so different than every Christmas season in the past. But also it's, you know, I don't I don't know if I'm I mean, I'm ready, but I don't know if I'm ready. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is like this is D-Day. This is like no, the C-day. week of, of action. Eric, this is C-Day. C-day. This, is the, the, this is the legit, you know, this is where it's happening. You yeah. Know, this is where. Christmas concerts are happening. Christmas Eve is is right around the corner. You know, your last gift giving, uh, you know, if you're going to the mall, which I got to say, by the way, with this, you know, recent sort of Omicron oh, outbreak, Eric. I'm I'm legitimately worried. I don't want to be Eric, like we're two a, minutes a, into a the episode. And you're already talking negative about negative Nancy here. No, you but want to be negative real. Nancy right now. That is <laughs> if there's ever a time to be negative Nancy, yes, it's in the middle of an outbreak. <laughs> yes, you do want to be negative Nancy right now. But uh, I don't want to be Debbie Downer. That's okay, a better, better way of saying All it. Right. Um, I'm slightly worried that there is going to be, like you were saying a couple of episodes ago, how the last Friday and Saturday before Thanksgiving are, or before Christmas yeah. are the biggest shopping days. And I think there are a lot of people. I still have a couple of things I need to get. And. I'm worried that like all the malls and everything's going to shut no, down again because of this Eric, this crazy outbreak. No. I'm not trying to like, you know, say it's going to happen, but it could. Things are bad. It's oh, not, Eric, it's not great. Jeez, Louise, I know, Eric. We're not I even know. three minutes into this thing, and like, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like crying. I don't know about you, but I, like maybe I need to shake <laughs> some jingle bells to like shake you out of it. Yes. Okay. Shake. I'm shaking off. I'm shaking. I don't off know if you noticed. All the, the Omicron. Shake off that Omicron. Uh, shake off that pandy. Um, That's I right. Somebody posted on, on Instagram earlier. She was like, oh, something, something, hashtag pre-pandy. And I was like, oh, that might be my favorite <laughs> slang to like refer to the pandemic. It sounds a lot more cute when you call it a pandy. It does. Um, yeah. Did they spell it with an I or yeah, a Y? Yeah, with an I. I, I kind of yeah, really like that a lot. Um, pandy. Did you notice that when you were doing your intro today, I was shaking a different jingle bell? Did you notice that? I did. It looked smaller than your normal set of balls. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> um, so that's Jingle Bell number one. Uh, and then I got. I'm I brought. Sorry. I brought we, have, a, we have to do that. We, no, we this is great. Can, this we, is great. <laughs> this is great. This is like we're an episode of SNL, and you you are on a gas tire, and I am I am Molly Shannon. And let me get out. I noticed that your jingle balls were much smaller this week. <laughs> yeah, why'd you call them balls? By the way, they're bells. <laughs> 
Anyway. Did I say balls? Yeah. I meant bells. <laughs> anyway, I brought three sets of jingle bells oh here goodness. today because I, you know, I'm shaking a lot of jingle bells around here. And, and I mostly blame you because, you know, your video that we posted on our Instagram yesterday of you singing the Barbara Streisand version of Jingle Bells yes. has really got me in the mood for that song, Jingle Bells. And what my daughter and I love to do is when we're singing Jingle Bells, whether it's that version or Sinatra or Bing Crosby or whatever, we like to get Jingle Bells and, and shake them along to the song. So what I, I did that. is I brought out three different sets of Jingle Bells today to sort of I wanted to get your opinion on what you think the best Jingle Bell sound is. But sure. Do you want me, to help me, me here? Give me. All right. Here's, here's yes. Jingle Bell uh, number one. Okay. Okay. That's Jingle Bell number one. That's a single Jingle okay. Bell. Single, single okay. jingle. Uh, and then here's number two. Ooh, All right. That's, okay. uh, that's a few uh, medium-sized bells with a couple uh, baby-sized bells. And then you know yep. this sound. This is the, this is the hearty. Hearty Ooh. sound. Which do you have a favorite? Oh man, I mean all three are great. Uh I mean the third sounds like what would be on a reindeer. Okay. It has that sort of depth, which I like. I appreciate that. But the second play the second one again. All right, play it again. Here we go. See what I like about that is there is a high pitched frequency <laughs> somewhere in there that feels very magical. I yeah. like that a lot. Doesn't it? And then play the first one one more time. I mean, that so sounds ridiculous. like the bell from, from Polar Express. You know, it's Doesn't like it? that single magical bell. A so they're all jingle. great. I, but I'd, if I had to only hear one, I might go with number two. I know. It is sort of pleasant. Yeah. It's something about that high pitch mixed in there. There's something in there, or I yeah. also like the idea That's of a good. single jingle. Maybe I just like it because it rhymes. Um and I you like do things. love a good alliteration. I love alliterations. Kind of so I love sing- rhymes. <laughs> single jingle. It's probably why I like Hamilton so much. Um, yeah, anyway, of course. I, I wanted to to just sort of bring those with us to help set the mood. I also have in my you can't see this, Eric, and and no, neither can anyone listening. But I went out and got some some lights uh, from Lowe's because my daughter got this little like battery powered set that just has gravitated all around our house over the last couple of weeks. So I sure. bought my own. Um, and they're little like white star lights that I have strung around uh, like the TV that's right in front of me here in my studio. So I've Ooh. got those lit. I've got my jingle bells. Dean Martin is sitting not far from me here. Um, and I'm even drinking out of a Christmas mug today. So I'm really just trying to like inject as much holiday spirit into my space as possible today. And you talking about this I like that. Omicron is really, really, you know. If, okay, I'm going to change the if subject. If they to, said okay. Omicron with this in the background... I wouldn't have as much of an issue with it. <laughs> they would jingle some bells it's every a nice, time. It's a nice little Christmas gift. Uh, hey, and you get Omicron, and you get Omicron, and you get... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, what, what is happening? Um, okay, you know wait. Is... I, I got something to... I'm going to play something for you that will brighten your spirits. I, would I love heard that. a song this morning that I literally... I had already made my list, so I couldn't, I, I couldn't add it to any of our lists. But we're by list, you list. mean we're, wait. By list, you mean like our ultimate list that we're doing today? Yes, which we're yes. doing today. I, I guess we should have led with that. The, no. the list Let's that we're doing today. That's a strong start, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the list we're doing today is ten through six. Don't worry, we will not give you another two-hour episode like we did last time. Hope, oh, maybe it could be. <laughs> it Who might knows? Be. But we're only people. going to do ten through six today, and then yeah. we'll do five through one uh, on our final episode on episode <sighs> twenty. But we're doing our top. 
10 ultimate Christmas list. So this yes. is the best of all the things we've talked about all season long. So I couldn't add this to uh, the, my list for today, but I heard a song literally about 30 minutes before we started recording that okay. was so funny and so enjoyable. And I can't believe I've never heard it before. Uh, I'm just going to play it for you. It's by Carrie it. Underwood. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the title because it could ruin it, but I'm going to play it right here. Uh, you're Oh, geez. I'm playing it into the kitchen right now. And what are you doing? I was probably screaming. They're probably I, screaming I, out of joy was... and delight. <laughs> out of joy. You're right. <laughs> All right. Now it's on my phone. Here we go. Okay. Okay. This song is so good. Here we go. I have to make sure it's at the beginning. Here we go. All right. Okay. I'm just going to play it here. You can all listen together. <laughs> Time to celebrate the season. Haven't eaten all day. Uh, my tummy is grabbing because I've been saving up space. I've got my place at the table. Can't fit no more on my plate. I've got my fork in my hand ready to stuff Oh my god. I got my stretchy pants on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. listening to the whole thing, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 ho, ho. Ho, ho. Oh, my gosh. 
Is that, that is not so a catchy. great song? That's so good. I got my stretchy pants on. <laughs> you know, I've learned my lesson when trying to sing along to songs that you play on this show is I'm all, always about a half second behind. And it looks well, like bit of I a have delay, no yes. like idea of like tempo whatsoever. <laughs> where like it's like ho, ho, ho. Oh, and I'm like, ho, 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 ho. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> it is not Danny's fault. There is a slight delay in our, <laughs> we're recording from two separate places. Yes. It's like a CNN anchor. I'm always amazed with CNN anchors, how long the delay is. I get yeah. there on the other side of the world. They'll be like reporting live from Egypt and they'll ask a question. And then they just look into the camera for like 12 seconds. And they're like, yes, okay. I can answer that. And I'm always like, can't we close up this gap a little I know. bit? People? Well, on. I think part Come of it on. is when they're live, I think it has something to do, I'm guessing, with um, the sensor to make sure oh, that yeah. everything that's coming through doesn't have some sort that would of make sense. language a or little five visuals delay. that people yeah. aren't supposed to see. I'm guessing that's why it is. True. I've never worked in true, news, true. Um, so I don't know for sure. So, but you are a producer, so you I know better than I. I am a producer. Um, yeah. A little musical theater it. vibe. Wasn't that for song you great though? It's Carrie so Underwood, good. stretchy pants. <laughs> I mean, I need to go buy some stretchy pants ASAP. Um, for real. I like. She says. She said something about like, you know, I feel bad for you in your skinny jeans or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, are you talking to me? Um, hey, you're yeah, you're making too. me think of a of a song I heard recently. Um, I okay. don't know if you've heard this rendition of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Can I can I play it for you real quick? Play it for me, this please. This one's not nearly as long as Carrie Underwood. So here we go. You know that's for the dancer. Ransom and Vixen. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall what's that? The most Is that DMX? That's DMX. What? Yeah. Rough Riders! <laughs> Mount up! Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Isn't that hysterical? That's awesome. A That's DMX a good one. Version. DMX is good. May he rest in peace. Uh, yes, the original yes. Rough Rider, DMX. I never knew that he Mount recorded up. a Christmas track. Um, Does he have a he whole did. album or just the one song? That's a fantastic question. I don't know. Somebody <laughs> sent me the link to the song the other day, and I was like, wait, DMX did a Christmas song? Um, That's pretty awesome. Turns out, turns out he did. Um, speaking of people That's sending great. us stuff, um, we yes. have sent so much in terms of like movie tips, song tips. Somebody sent me a link to um, like the worst version of Oh Holy Night um, the other day. Have you heard that? that vi- have I you have seen not, that? but I would love to. Oh, you want to hear that? While we're at it, let's yes. just... Let's just keep going down this rabbit hole. Um, it is two hour uh, one episode, of the... two hour episode coming through, coming through, two yeah. hour episode. <laughs> just give you a heads up right out of the gate. I think people are here for it, though. Um, I think so. Because they know that it's our, you know, our two part finale and yeah. they want to get and as much where else of us... do you got to go? You can't go to the mall. It's exactly. shut down. Everything's shut Nobody's down. working. <laughs> Nobody's working right now. Everyone's just sitting at That's home. That's right. Uh, and just you, to, you know, and you can tell your significant other say, "Sorry, I'm on a Zoom call right now. This is a Zoom. Yeah. This is really, really important." Who are Danny and Eric? It's t- all it's the new sensitive. guys who just took over. Uh, they're they're really riding us this holiday season. I am so sorry. They're from corporate. Yeah, corporate's <laughs> cracking down. Um, all right, here we go. You ready for Oh Holy Night? Here we go. Yes. This is epic. I hope you enjoy this. Okay. 
Just wait, just wait. <laughs> Ooh, video this is I, just audio I'm laughing at there is no video it, I, <laughs> this is a recorded track yes. oh God. That's enough torture. Okay. I think that's enough okay. torture. It only gets higher. Let's clap it up for the effort, painful. I suppose. This is titled on YouTube, Oh Holy Night, Worst Rendition Ever. Oh, that was pretty <laughs> and, and darn here's, painful. Here's the artwork so you could see it, Eric. It's a it's an old yeah. school uh, cassette tape with like handwriting on it that just says, Oh Holy Night, question <laughs> oh, mark. Scribbled, scribbled in there. Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, that's my gosh. Funny. That was actually, I'd heard that uh, a few years back. Um, and it was actually <laughs> shared with us on our, I think it was on our Facebook page, uh, a fan of ours shared that with us, just said, hey, have you ever heard this uh, this fun recording of Oh Holy Night? It, <laughs> it's definitely worth the listen. Um, That's and funny. It, and it's so have you ever silly. Seen the, yeah. Have you ever seen the YouTube clip of Patti LaBelle uh, and she says, where are my background singers at? No. Okay, we got, are we really going we're, down we're, this, we're going this down rabbit this hole here? Th- th- yes, this is supposed to be our top ten ultimate Christmas episode, and somehow we have taken a hard right towards let's play like the most like off the wall random stuff ever and talk about COVID. Um, it's oh almost like gosh. we're. I feel Eric like you and I are trying to avoid the inevitable here. That that's sort of how I, I think feel so. right now. Like we don't want to address the fact that this is part one. Of our season one finale, the um, beginning of the end. What's it's the beginning of the end of season one. It's not the beginning of the end period. Yes. for Christmas countdown. That's show, right. Because we will come back next holiday season, and as Eric and I chatted about, we are going to launch a new show in the first part of next year, more than likely around February. That's going to, you know, tentatively titled the Dad Pod. Um, oh, great! Yes. Here comes another. Here comes another video. Um, all right, but we. This is not the end. This is not the end for us. It's just. It's no. just. It's goodbye for now, as people like to say, right? For for a brief moment, for a breath. For a brief moment. Okay, this is yes, this is okay, this is Patty LaBelle 
We're my background singers. She was okay. singing at uh, in Washington D.C. This was on C-SPAN. It was like one of those <laughs> holiday concerts, you know, that okay. they do on C-SPAN at at uh, in Washington D.C. Uh, and she. As she's singing, you'll realize that they are not changing the cue cards that have the lyrics to the song that she's supposed to be singing, and oh her background gosh. singers never come out. It's a complete train wreck. The great Patti LaBelle, not her fault, but listen to this. This is our special honored guest this evening, the dynamic Patti LaBelle. Patti's recording and acting career she walks out. has pushed her to the pinnacle She walked out too early. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's talking some more. Now she comes out again. Okay, here we go. This is the National Christmas Tree Lighting Ceremony. Okay. Here we go. Okay, she's walking up to the microphone. We all know this song. Yep. Where do you come in? Going well. I'm gonna get to know you better. It's Christmas. We're my background singers. So now she's off. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Just making it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Lights twinkle all around. Next car, honey, next car. Thank you. There they and are. she kind of gets on. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, it's it's a little bit longer, but I won't play the whole thing for you. But it's so funny. Patti LaBelle, We're My Background Singers. That's it's such brilliant. a great <laughs> clip. That is but so... But I got to say, you got to give it up for Patti LaBelle, who yeah. in those moments, there is nothing as a performer that is more terrifying than sort of not having the words of what you're trying to do. And you have to just go you just you gotta, gotta like say something you gotta sing oh something you gotta do something and i love that she just sort of like gonna be i got no cue cards yeah. and i don't know the words got no cue cards. <laughs> <It's so laughs> she's good. just like singing it's the so... reality of the moment that reminds moment me of oh there. my gosh who was it um uh uh leslie uggams she was yes. singing oh. in dc when she's June, singing, June, June is, busting is busting out. out all over. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's one of my that's my maybe favorite the best ones. One. We, yeah, we won't play it for you here on the show. Just go look up uh, Leslie Uggams. Uh, I uh, June is busting June is out. Busted it was out. A performance yeah, she did in the in the mall it. in DC. It's it's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Oh my gosh, legendary. This is fun. What, what a start we are off to in in this episode. This is good. 
This is fun. We're avoiding um, the inevitable, but we do have some, I guess, some business to get to. Yes, um, yes. We first should. order of business is, you know, for people who've, you know, hung on for this first 25 minute <laughs> block of if whatever you here. want to call it. Uh, please follow us on social media at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. You can also find us at Xmas Pod on Twitter. Uh, we are on Patreon if you want to be a patron of the show and get some really cool rewards. Um, also, if you're listening on Apple right now, please just scroll down. If you feel like the nonsense you just heard for the last 25 minutes was worthy of a five-star <laughs> you know, rating, we would really appreciate that. If you Quality are completely content. lost and have no idea what in the world is going on and you feel like you want to give us one star, maybe just exit the show right now. Um, <laughs> if you didn't like what star. you heard, we are Joe Rogan's podcast. And thanks yeah, for exactly. <laughs> we uh, are Joe Rogan's show, um, but we make millions of dollars doing this show, so we don't care. Right. Um, no, we don't make millions. Uh, we make millions of memories. That, that's what we make that's here. That's right. Uh, oh, well played, show. Danny. Thank you well very played. much. I know everyone loves getting paid in nostalgia. Um, so now that we've talked about our social media accounts and reviewing us and all that sort of fun stuff, I feel like we should get to our listener shout out Christmas crew member shout out section of the show. We have just been getting bombarded, Eric, with ratings on, on Apple and reviews on Apple and DMS and all the things, which we appreciate so much. So, so we're going to get to those now. I think we've got, what, six that we're going to read today, and then a bunch more we'll read in yeah. the next episode. So um, let's get the party started. Um, should I? Do you want to get the party started, or should I get the party started? Sure. Eric? I'll do the first one here. Oh, uh, sure. uh, this is... Yeah, I was really confused by your most... answer. Because I said, should I get I... started, or you? And you said, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. That was... Yeah, you know, and I actually you hate, I hate the word sure. I think sure is such a, like non-committal like when somebody's like hey you want to go to the store sure it's such a, a sure a, it's such a non-committal yeah i guess so. well, it almost so feels like not have saying, said sure. absolutely not why would you ask me that ever in my life <laughs> that's a better response it feels like to me right <laughs> yes all right but i will start the first review this is from john 17 woman uh the title is it's the most wonderful podcast and they Aww. gave us five golden stars yeah i love the puns already this is great uh they said uh this is from julie bell from winston-salem north carolina she said i have had such a blast listening to this show during the holiday season thanks to eric and danny i have lots of great new christmas music to listen to and movies to watch i've laughed as they go on and on about the things they love what's not to like about that thanks guys julie bell winston-salem north carolina uh, so thank you very much for that, Julie. That's very you, kind because that's that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to expose you to some new stuff. Hopefully our new song, uh, Stretchy Pants and uh, DMX <laughs> version of uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer oh can gosh. be added to your list. Uh, you know what her name actually is, Eric? What is it? Julie. Boom. <laughs> oh, that was good. Danny's on fire. Uh, right single jingle. Good. Single jingle bell. Single Julie. jingle, That's baby. <laughs> That's what they call That's her around good. the campfire. I don't know. <laughs> I've never hung out with her. But anyway, thank you, Julie. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. Uh, we hope you're loving the show in Salem, which it sounds like you are. And actually, yes. her t- the full title of her review is It's the Most Wonderful Podcast of the Year. Instead what did I of, say? You said just It's the Most Wonderful Podcast. Oh, of the year. I couldn't yes. see the rest of it. It's okay. That's what I'm here for. But that's even better. That's what I'm here for. I have my binoculars on. um, So I can see your phone from here in in my desk. 
What? All right. This next review comes to us from someone who is listening in Sacramento, California, and their username is PixelGamer321, and the title of their review is, I, or it's just, love this show. Um, I cannot Great. find the words to describe how much I love this podcast. I love Christmas so much, and this makes me so happy. After school, I come home, put on my headphones, and listen to this. It's something I look forward to all the time. You guys are hilarious. Merry Christmas from Sacramento. Nice. Thank you so much. Thank Merry you, Christmas Gamer. to you as well. Merry Christmas to you. I love that. Pe- I love I, that. I, what's amazing to me, you know, as we go on is, I know we've talked about this before, is just the wide breadth of, like, people who listen to our show, not just geographically speaking, but this age range that it seems like we're running yeah. the show. It's like, I didn't think I was cool because I'm almost 40 um, and I don't speak yeet bop banger language. <laughs> Um, I'm not a Gen Z world changer, um, right? but it seems like Gen Z and whatever is after Gen Z, all the way up to baby boomers and beyond seem to be loving our show. Are digging what we're doing. Yeah. I know. It I just, is, is amazing and surprising. I mean, I know we sound like a broken record here, but guys, we really did, when we decided to make this, we were like, if 10 people listen, great. You know, that'd yeah. be, if we we figured our wives and our parents and maybe a few <laughs> friends would listen. And the yeah. fact that you guys have expanded this community is just, it's so awesome. And it, it's really Incredible. not about us. It's about all of you guys and us all together sort of enjoying these uh, Christmas thoughts and feelings and memories and, and music and movies. Um, all right, I got another one here. You're going to have to tell me what the full title is because I can't see the full title of this one. I kind of want it's, you to They've guess. turned my holidays around. Is my guess of the rest of With the, the title? question mark? Again? Well, I don't know because I only have the word, the letter A and then three uh, <laughs> three. Do you uh, think it's ellipses. around? Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. They've turned my holidays around. All right, let's go to the judges. Jingle Bell means you yes. got it right. You got it right. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. This is from Game Time 29. They've turned my holidays around. Another five golden stars, and they yeah. said. These guys, I don't even know how to explain how amazing this podcast is. I have always loved Christmas and will randomly break out in Christmas carols anytime, but this year I was struggling a little. Not anymore. I was looking for a podcast to help me help get me in better spirits, and I never imagined I'd find my holiday spirit animals. From Aww. loving peppermint mocha to being a hundred percent awake as soon as I'm vertical, to bringing Christmas, <laughs> to binging Christmas movies as soon as they're out, they're my new best friends. I love all the fun facts they share. It gave me lots to talk about at Thanksgiving. My Christmas wish is that they find something to count down the rest of the year. Holidays Aww. should not happen without these guys. Thank oh you my for my gosh. newest Christmas tradition. That is so kind. Thank you, Game Time Twenty Nine. We consider you one of our best friends. Oh, and my we gosh. thank you so much for listening. And uh, we are going to keep doing these countdowns. You know, we're, we're going to find whatever excuse we have to to keep doing this. Because, because uh, it seems like we're really, uh, you know, finding some, some spirit animals in all of you and kindred spirits in people that, you know, sort of look for the positivity in life and look for the, the joy and look for the memories and nostalgia that are all around us all the time. So uh, thank you. Game time 29. That's a, a fantastic review. Thank you very what much. What a review. For that. I mean, the idea of game time 29, uh, whatever your, your name is, unless your real name is game time. And if that's your real name, then <laughs> tip of the cap, your parents. Game time. And what is he going to name this this child? Uh, G- 
game time 29 actually is what we were what we were thinking um, but your we last name johnson we, well yeah yep we're changing his last name it's gonna be game time 29 well his 29. middle name will be 29 <laughs> right. game time 29 game time 29 johnson, johnson. He will play sports. They will play sports. That's they right. have no say in this. Um, but I love right. the, the fact that Game Time, we're referred to this Game Time now, uh, was hanging out at Thanksgiving talking about stuff that we discussed on, on the show. That That's just, yes. you know, again, you just don't know, you know, when you put something like this out into the world and that, that you all, that we've become a part of your lives, like that means the world to us. I, I hope you yeah. know that, like, it really does mean a ton to us that you have invited us into your world and that you're talking about your family and friends with, with our show and, and things you've learned. That's just that's just yeah. really cool. Uh, it's really, really very, cool. Very, very cool. So thank you, Game Time. Uh, all right, so moving on to the next review. This one is uh, titled, another lovely review. It's called Put Me Back in the Christmas Spirit, and this is coming from RKDO777. So... Rikdu, uh, Rakdu, Rikdu, seven, 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 Rakdo, something like that, something to that effect. Yeah. Um, it uh, starts out with I lost my grandfather the day before Christmas Eve last year, so I wasn't sure I'd be mm. into the holiday spirit this year, which is a shame because normally I'm a Christmas truther. After finding this podcast, though, I found the spirit once again. Eric and Danny, uh, Eric and Danny's love for the holiday is infectious and has made this Christmas a little less melancholy for me. Thanks, guys. Wow. That is really sweet and right. really touching. And, you know, uh, we lost my wife's grandfather, um, her granddad, uh, just uh, about uh, four months ago. Uh, and this Christmas, I know, has really felt a little – we've noticed that big absence in our family yeah. um, this year. And it's been hard and sad, and we are thinking about him a lot. And I, I know the the feeling that you're going through and how that can be really, really hard and really um, because as we always talk about, you know, the holidays are when we're, you know, we're celebrating loved ones and being with loved ones. And when when one of our loved ones is no longer with us or, yeah. you know, whatever, it, it can be just a really hard time. I yeah. will say this is a song. I did mention this very briefly in the past. Um in my top modern list, it was on my honorable mentions. Right. Uh, but for this uh, listener, you should check out the song "Here" (parentheses for Christmas) by Lucas Graham. Mm. "Here for Christmas" by Lucas Graham. It is uh, a really great song that really kind of touches on exactly that thing of missing the the ones that we love, especially those the generation of grandparents and and older parents and stuff like that. You should check out that song. It may may give you a little uh a little smile hopefully wow well we are thinking about you rkdo777 thank you for inviting us into your home and we're so glad to hear that you know this this show these stories the energy that that we are emitting through this show has helped to to bring back some of that christmas spirit and just know that you are in our thoughts in our minds and, and we're wishing our our best to you and, and your loved ones uh this holiday uh season definitely all right, I got another review here. Uh, this is from M. B. Uh, M. Bodeman. M. Bodeman. M. Bodeman. Bodeman. M. Bodeman. Ten. M. Bodeman. Hey, M. Bodeman. What's up? What's I'm up, hanging bro? out with Jack Johnson over here with Hodie. Hodie and Bodie. Oh yeah, Hodie and Bodie. Yeah, man. All right. So the, their their review is uh, love the podcast with about six exclamation points. Love that. Nice. Love the emphasis here. Uh, and then they said love the podcast. 
But the real question <laughs> is, are you guys going to continue the podcast after Christmas? Christmas, man. We want to get Are you? And you're that right. Is, we are going to continue right, the podcast. Man, yeah. Yeah. I've always you. wanted. Have you done? Have you ever done talking with Crush at Disneyland? Have you ever done no, that? Do you know what that I is? Want, I want to do it at California Adventure, right? Yes, it's in yes. the like little animation pavilion thing, and yeah. they have it at Disney World as well. And they have this really cool like animation of Crush, and then they have an actor in the back who can like see the room, and then they have Crush like interact with kids and be like, "Hey, you little dude in the red sweatshirt in the front, what's yeah. up, man? You have any questions about <laughs> turtles?" And I was like, that would be such a great job of just doing a crush from Finding Nemo impression all day long and talking to kids. That sounds like someone. Doesn't that sound really, really cool? Oh my gosh! I might have to, I might have to apply for that job. That'd be pretty awesome. Well, you know, if oh, no, uh, you know, if, if season two doesn't go great, of uh, Kevin, um, that's true. <laughs> you know where you can go. You know where you can. I got, go. I got a job lined up. Hopefully. <laughs> You're all set. Uh, that was that was such a great uh, such a great review, short and sweet and to the point. And yes, yes. Um, and I love that they threw the emoji in there, of sort of like the raised eyebrow, like hmm, what's mm-hmm. coming next. And yes, yeah. Eric and I will be coming back as we've talked about ad nauseum over the last couple of weeks uh, with our new show. Make sure you go follow at the Dad Diary on all social media platforms. Um, yes. That new show will be coming in some capacity in February. It'll be Eric and myself talking about parenting life. We'll be doing various types of you know, the countdowns again, which you have all come to love. We'll be inviting in some some special guests, some friends of ours who are parents or people who, you know, maybe uh, maybe they're doctors, maybe they're therapists, you know, people who are sort of intersecting the world of you know, of parenting life in, in one way or another. We'll be chatting with all those yeah. on that new show. And you can expect a lot of the same fun and pizzazz and uh, maybe a little bit puns. less jingle bells. Um, but, yes, the puns will be coming in hot and heavy. Uh, every single and, and every you know, episode. because we are real Christmasers, I think that there there will be some jingle bells even in March. You think so? I think so. Will Will we still every time we like have a, a pun bomb? Will we do ding jingle you, jingle jingle? Yeah, will that I still think be so. Our thing? I think so. Okay. I think that's our thing now. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm more than I okay love with it. that. Why not? I was thinking we'd have like a like a pun bomb sound. We'd be like. Ooh, pun bomb or something I, like that. Pun bomb. That's pretty good. <laughs> like monster truck. Yeah. He just dropped a pun bomb. Pun bomb. <laughs> pun bomb. Pun bomb. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, now you know what kind of vibe to look forward to on our next show. If, <laughs> if that jingled your bells, uh, well, then come follow us oh, at the Dad gosh. Diary on all social platforms. Yes. Anyway, let's keep this train moving because we are already, I don't know, 40 minutes into this thing and we haven't counted down a single item yet. Oh, um, boy. All right. Here's our next review. This is coming to us from Fabulous Mel B. Now, mm. when I we see think this, this is the Mel B from that Spice was immediately Girls? what I wondered. I feel like if Whoa. it was her, it might be Spicy Mel B. I don't mm, know. Yeah, that's true. Right? Or maybe know. she doesn't want people to know. That right. Is, that's her. This could be her secret account. If if this is Mel B <laughs> from Spice Girls and you are listening and to America's our got talent. show yeah. and America's Got Talent, um, please reach out to us in our DMs. We would love to chat with you. Um, or yeah. if you're just someone who's pretending to be Mel B and you have a great British accent and we just want to pretend that you're Mel B and we'll just trick everybody, let's do that too. That works um, for us too. That would be a ton of fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, fabulous Mel I know, B. I just maybe... wanted to say I love the podcast. <laughs> I think it's quite wonderful. Me and my friends Emma and Posh, we were all listening to it and we thought it was just 
fantastic. We love all it was, the music. It was that lush. You, that you're, it was lush. Lush. We loved it. It's <laughs> just quite fantastic. Quite fantastic. That would be Billy Thank Mac. Thank you, Mel B. Oh, Mel man. B. Uh, <laughs> Billy Mac was Mel B, everybody. Oh, my That's gosh. Right. That was brilliant. Okay, so fabulous Mel B, maybe from the Spice Girls. We don't know. Uh, said, maybe. I spend most of my time listening to movie podcasts, mostly horror. Uh, that's kind of spicy. Um, mm. And wasn't she Scary Spice? Yes. Wait Blues. a second. Is that Blues. code? Ooh, okay. <laughs> I love Christmas, though, and I was so excited to find this podcast. It's been such a hard year, and finding someone with actual Christmas spirit is not easy. Listening to this completely fulfills that need for me. Uh, it, it completely fills, fulfills that need for me. I put a weird inflection on that sentence. Um, it's so upbeat and merry. Thank you for sharing your Christmas cheer with us. And that comes from fabulous Mel B. Maybe in the UK. Uh, maybe. maybe not. I don't know. You know, the, the jury is out. We'll see. Um, yeah. We'll find out. It's probably just some, it's just some woman named like Melanie Bradford. And she's like, Man, they really went on a whole tear about Melanie. They really went on, the off, on one. They went ham on this whole idea that I'm from the Spice oh my Girls. Gosh. Maybe she's a big Spice Girl fan. Maybe. Maybe. It's possible. Right, I'm going to do, I, we we have a couple more reviews here and then we're going to get into our uh, our countdown. I thought we, we only, have wait, we have a couple more? That. I thought that was our last How one. How many do we have? Oh, you're right. Okay. That was, we'll that make six. that our last one. We're going to make that our that last six. one. You're right. Um, and we do right. have, uh, and thank you to everyone who who submitted those reviews on Apple. We appreciate you. If you're listening right now, please scroll down, uh, give us five stars, hit us with a review for a chance to be read on our final finale for season one, uh, our next episode that'll be dropping episode twenty later this week. Um, and with yes. that being said, we do have uh, we're going to get to sort of a, a countdown element of this episode, and that is one of our our Patreon patrons. Um, submitted yes. their top 10. This is coming to us from Benjamin K uh, on Instagram. And Benjamin sent thank to you, us. Thank you, Benjamin. Yes, thank you, Benjamin. We appreciate you supporting us. We appreciate you you always engaging with our content and being a supporter on, on Patreon. Uh, Benjamin sent us his top 10 uh, Christmas songs list. Are you are you ready to, to get started? I'm ready. I'm All ready. Right, here we go. This is this is a solid list. I've scanned through it uh, beforehand, okay. and there's a little familiarity. There's a little diversity, which I really, really love. Uh, so coming love in that. at number 10 on Benjamin's top 10 list is, it's a great song, but by an artist that we haven't really talked about on this show, and that is mm. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by John Denver and Ooh. The Muppets. Yes, have you heard? I do have know that this, version. This That's version? a good one. I have heard that. Yes, it's from one of the Muppet uh, Christmas specials. It's very good. Exactly. I love John Denver. Uh, I think that's a solid, solid number 10. Good when call. I think of John Denver, I can only think of one thing. Can you guess what it is? Rocky Mountain High? Yes, but a specific joke that is made about that song in a movie. I don't know what you're referring oh, to. Oh, come on. Come on, I'm trying drop, to I'm trying to beam it here. to you through through our virtual studio here. Uh, it involves uh, one of my favorite actors that I've talked about on this show. He he was in a Christmas movie. Uh, the color of his costume matches our background. <laughs> Green, Green, Will Ferrell, Christmas Will movie, Ferrell. maybe not Christmas Will Ferrell, maybe not Will. Though he does wear green <laughs> Jim in his Carrey, Christmas. Jim Carrey, Jim yes. Carrey. Yes. Jim Carrey says something about John Denver. Yes. I don't know. 
I don't know, Danny. Dumb and Dumber. You're going to say, oh, okay, what does he say? I don't know Dumb When they're and Dumber driving, they well. think they're supposed to be in Colorado, and, uh-huh. but uh, uh, Harry was sleeping, and, and Lloyd <laughs> took a wrong turn, and they're like right. driving to the middle of Iowa or something, and, <laughs> and they're singing and Rocky Harry goes, high. He goes, man, you know, you would have thought the, the Rockies would have been a little bit more rockier than this. And then the other one goes, yeah, that John Denver's foolish. <laughs> I, you know, I, you I don't watched... remember that moment. I don't. I, oh my I, gosh. You know, it's a, it's a shame. I do. I like dumb and dumber, but I'm not, I've not seen it enough times to be like uh, a quoting ability of it. What? I apologize for you. I know. Oh my I gosh. Know. Eric, I, when that Just, movie came out, fall I think my, I saw uh, it. Yeah. I think I saw it in the theaters like three or four times the weekend it came out. <laughs> I was with my cousins down in Anaheim, and we went and saw it, and it got out, and we immediately – don't tell my mom, but she's listening, so I guess I'll tell her. We immediately then hopped to another theater where the showing had just started a few <laughs> watch minutes it again. and watched it again. Um, anyway, <laughs> That's such a good say, teenager thing I'm, to do. I'm, it's such a good – it wasn't my idea, though. It was my cousin's idea, and they were my older cousins, so I blame them. Take the blame. Entirely. Um, anyway, yes. that was number 10. <laughs> Let's see if we can speed this up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Number nine on Benjamin's list was uh, Zat You, Santa Claus by Ooh, Louis, Armstrong Louis Armstrong and the Commanders. Yeah. Yeah. Zat You, Santa Claus. I love that, that song. That's a good Santa one. Santa Claus. That was pretty good. That's a good it? one. Thank you. Yeah. I love it when people <laughs> include uh, artists on their list that give me a chance to do an impersonation. Do an impression, of course. Yeah. Well, you said impression. We need a song by Christopher Walken or something. That you, Santa Claus. That you, Santa Claus. <laughs> Baby. Um, wow. Right, number Jingle wow. bells. Jingle all the way. I feel like a Christopher Walken Christmas song would be like him singing the lyrics to like 15 different Christmas songs to the tune oh, of yeah. Jingle Bells. Right? Yes. Totally. Something like that. Anyway, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight on Benjamin's list is, oh, great song. Uh, this is Mistletoe and Holly by Frank Sinatra. Mistletoe and Holly. That's a good one. Good oh, choice. Good by choice. Gosh, by golly. By oh, golly. Such a good... I love that song so much. Mistletoe and Holly. Holly. Yeah. Um, all right. Number seven. I love those lyrics. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> number, number seven. On, I was panning uh, about where's my background singers at. Da ba dee ba doo. Uh, <laughs> all right, number seven on Benjamin's list is "Jingle Bells" by Barbara Streisand. <laughs> you got to do the question mark at the end. Voice inflection up. Um, <laughs> That's good. You, and if you have not gone and watched Eric's rendition of that song, which is currently living on our Instagram page and our Facebook page, please do yourself a favor. Go over there. I will allow you to pause the show right now. And to go over to our IG and to watch Eric on a beach in Florida in some Santa Claus suspenders singing that song. My favorite part of your rendition of that, Eric, is when you're holding the jingle bells and you're just like shaking your like hips from side to side. Yeah, (laughs) That's my favorite part. Makes me laugh Yes, totally. Uh, Moving right along to another uh, legend in the vocal space, Darlene Love. And the song is All Alone on Christmas. Such a good song. Ooh, good one. Good I one, know. good we, one. We talked about that um when we talked about that recently how I felt like I really missed the mark by not including that on my list. Yeah. Didn't we? I think we was did. That on yeah, the show? a few episodes. Maybe it was ago. my other Christmas uh, yeah. show. 
I think it was on this show. It was. Okay. I just we've talked about Christmas so much at this point. It's like Yes, yeah. My brain is made of mashed potatoes. Um all right, great selection there. All right, made top of five. figgy pudding. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't say figgy pudding. In prep and landing, that means abort a child's house. Oh yeah. That's true. So don't it's never come I won't to say this. it. All right. Uh number five. Figgy oh, pudding. you're gonna love this one, Eric. I feel like this guy really is in tune with you. Uh, it All is right. Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen and Springsteen. Merry uh, Christmas Baby. And the Street Band. Yes. Sure yeah. Oh, that's good so one. good. That hurt my throat Great just selection. doing that one, one line. Yeah, same. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen hurt my throat. That's how I used to feel, as I mentioned before, when my daughter, you know, she's still obsessed with Snow White and, and Grumpy specifically, but she wanted me to, like, read her books and always yeah. talk to her. Like, she'd be like, uh, she would ask me a question, and I would start responding. She goes, no, not daddy, grumpy. And I'd be like. Grumpy voice. Oh, hey, Emerson. Like, I would always speak with this, like, gravel <laughs> in my throat. And I just, that just dawned on me. I've been wondering recently. I'm like, why is my throat bothering me all the time? It's got to be this grumpy thing. Probably Maybe, doing a grumpy know. voice. Anyway. Hopefully, right. hopefully that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Anyway. Um, come on, Eric. What are you <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> I'm super Debbie Downer today. I apologize. You really are. <laughs> Actually, I uh, I do I do have a sound effect for that sound. Are you ready? Yes, play it. Or for that for that statement. It actually comes from the same app that gives me the uh, the air horn. The air horns. You ready? Uh-huh. Wait. Why is it not playing? Hold on. I got. I got to turn the volume up. You ready? Here we go. That's oh, what I'm going to play so every time from now on when you mention COVID. If I bring up COVID, so- yes, okay. You can you have you have my permission to play that if I bring up COVID anymore. Oh, okay, good. I've got I've got it. It's in my hand. I'm I'm ready to go. He's ready um, to go. He's a, I'm a ready to roll trigger finger, it. itchy trigger finger. <laughs> All right, moving along with Benjamin's list. Uh number 4 is yes. uh a track by Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters, Melakalikimaka. Melikalikimaka is the way, way to go. What, a way to go? I don't know what the words are. What are you are? singing? What is it? Melikalikimaka is the, the thing, thing to say? to say on a bright on Hawaiian, a bride, Christmas, Hawaiian day. Christmas Day. There we go. Okay. That's the island greeting that we send to you. Sing to you. From the land where palm, the trees, land, palm trees sway. sway. Yes, yeah, we know okay, that okay. Christmas will be. Clean and bright. Clean and bright? Green and bright. Clean and bright? The what sun is to shine by day and all the... Holy night. Dark <laughs> at night. <laughs> Melikilikimaka is Hawaii's way to, to say, say Merry Christmas to you. There it is. There Bada we bing. go. We got through it. <laughs> I can't hear that song without thinking about one movie specifically. Can you guess what that movie is? It does not involve uh, Jim Carrey. Is it? Uh, but it does involve a comedian. A comedian and Chicago. Is it in Christmas Vacation? Yes. It is when, when Clark is, is he's he's looking out his back window, uh, daydreaming yes. about the pool. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I remember now. I remember. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Anyway, this is going very well today. Um, it's sort of like when I was listening to your episode of the uh, Christmas Time in the City podcast, and they were doing trivia with you, and I kept slowing them down by telling stories. And yeah, 
<laughs> but I really Can't enjoyed that it. episode. And shout out to Chris and Chris for Thank having you. us on their show. Um, yes, totally. Their Good little times. jingles that they play before every little segment had me absolutely yeah. rolling. Um, so please go yeah. support them. If you're, list- if you're looking for another Christmas podcast to get into, please, uh, please go support our friends Chris and Chris at Christmas Time in the City. Eric and I have both recently appeared on episodes. So if you want to hear a little bit more of us being just ridiculous, um, <laughs> go over there and listen to that. It. Exactly. All right, moving right along to number three, great selection from another holiday favorite of mine. It is White Christmas by The Drifters. Good one. Um, All right. (laughs) Keep going. I knew if I did that, it was going to keep. I was like, Danny, I wanted to like do it so bad. I was like, if I do it, I know it's going to trigger Eric. Keep going. Eric's going to go, and then I'm going to go, and then before we know it, we'll be nine hours into this show before we even count down one thing from our list. Um, All right, Benjamin, you must be really enjoying this. (laughs) Benjamin just became a 15 minute segment on our show. Um, all right, this next song I don't think I've ever heard before in my life. Maybe you have, because mm. you know a lot of obscure songs. It is Every Day Will Be Like a Holiday by William Bell. I don't know that. Do you know that song? I don't, don't know. Now i got to pull it up. I don't know. It can you pull it up so we can, we can listen to it real quick? Yep, yep. All, all right. right, here we go. Way every to go, Benjamin. Day, every day. Whoops. Every day. every day Will Be Like a Holiday by William Bell. I'm sure there are people driving in their cars on the train. Here we go. All right. Decorating their houses, shouting at us right now that we don't know this song. Oh, why? Oh, hang on. Sorry. Whoops. It was on the wrong speaker. Sounds beautiful. Oh, I love this. Woo. Oh my gosh. Okay, we'll listen yes. to more of that later, but that oh is my gosh. Good. That is a yeet bop banger if I've ever heard one. For real. Oh, that, that was great. So good. And that was only like seven seconds. We should have just been listening yeah. to that song this entire segment. It would have gone faster and probably would have oh been slightly gosh. more entertaining. Um, <laughs> that was fantastic, Ben. Thank you for uh, bringing that song into our life. And uh, rounding out Benjamin's top 10 is The Spirit of Christmas by Ray Charles. Do you know oh, that song? Good one. Great one. I do. It's yeah. a great one. Yeah, that's a good I one. I mean, Ray Charles. Ray Charles' Christmas album, I feel like, doesn't get talked about nearly enough. Yeah. And it is just but it's full, great. full, chocked full, packed full uh, of Christmas cheer and and the soul that only Ray Charles can, can bring. So, yeah. Um, incredible list, Ben. Really solid. I hope you enjoyed this uh, half-hour segment that we just did on your top ten list. <laughs> on your top so if ten you, list. If you two want to have uh, your own fifteen-minute segment uh, in our show, <laughs> all you have to do is give us ten bucks a month. It's pretty easy. Um, pretty straightforward. Head over to our Patreon page and support us there. I'm sure our Patreon page will probably evolve into one for our dad show as well. So sure, back us if you back us now. Don't worry that, oh, my gosh, I'm only going to get rewards for maybe another week. No, 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 no. This party, this train is going to keep chugging right along. So please choo-choo your way. It's like rollover minutes. It'll it'll roll over into the next thing. Don't worry. Don't worry. Throwing it back to like 2003 there, Mr. Sprint. Yeah. Remember? Is Sprint still a cell phone provider, by the way? I think so. I don't know. They may have been bought by somebody. 
I don't know. I'm sure they have. Everybody's being bought by everybody. Somebody buy us. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so that is Benjamin's top ten list. Thank you so much, Benjamin. Uh, Eric, Thank at this you. point, we are, my goodness, we are nearly an hour into the episode. I had so much I wanted to mm. talk to you about, but I, I feel like, I, I should we... I don't, should we kick it to the next episode? Should we talk a, a little bit about it now? I don't. I Let's, want, I, listeners, I, I, you're I had like a real time conversation between Eric and myself. A real production meeting here in mid episode. <laughs> Let's do this. So I'm gonna, I want to talk about like two little things in my memes and things segment, and then we're going to okay. jump into the into our list because we got oh, we got to get. Well, to if it. you get to talk about two things, can I talk about at least one? Yes, you could talk. Or, you want to talk about Disneyland, six. or maybe six. <laughs> Here, I'm going to talk about two tiny little things. Okay. They're very quick, and then you talk about Disneyland. All right. Um, are they okay, made jingle bells? I'm, no. to, I'm going to okay. I'm going to narrow this down to two or three. They're very quick. These are Wait a Eric's memes. Hold and on things. a second. They're ve- they're two seconds. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you mean two or three <laughs> memes? I thought you were saying yes. I just need to talk about two small things. Okay, I'm going to narrow it down to two or three. I, th- I was like, Wait no, no, a no, second. No, no. Here we'll we go. Okay. This one I thought was great. This was a, a, a meme that somebody posted. It said, this is your annual reminder that male reindeer lose their antlers in winter and Ooh. females do not. Therefore, Santa's sleigh is actually pulled by a team of strong, powerful, underrated women, which I thought was really great. I shared Boom. that with my wife and daughter. They thought that was pretty awesome. I love that. That was that's a good a, meme. That's a great right, one. Here's, here's another one. Now, you know how we've talked all the time about is Die Hard a Christmas movie, right? We've sort of dissected that a little bit. Why are we talking about it when we already know what the truth is? Somebody made a good point. They said Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Harry Potter movie. Think about it. He sneaks around a tower at night, avoiding Alan Rickman. It's a Harry Potter (laughs) movie. Oh, my gosh. Now, see, that's something I I can get behind because I'm a massive Potterhead. Like, I am obsessed Mm -hmm. With Harry Potter, yes. Do you know this about me? I did not know that about you, but you're I not. Think that's okay. great. Well, well, you're you may be a fashion influencer, but I am a Potterhead. Okay, I yes, absolutely I love, love Harry Potter. Uh, fun fun story. When I was living in New York back in mm-hmm. 2011, they had the Harry Potter exhibition going on in Times Square um, at sure. like the Discovery, whatever that thing is, over there on 44th, yeah. right by um, Sardi's. And I went to it because they had a bunch of like the set pieces and whatnot from Harry Potter were there. And at the beginning, before you started the tour, you walked into a room with the the rest of the people who were on the tour and they had the sorting hat just sitting on a stool there in the room. And so I walk in, uh, you know, with my friend who I was with at the time and and there's a room full of like, you know, families, kids, parents, whatever. And the the guide is like, all right, who wants to be sorted into their house? And I was like, me. Right here, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. me! Right here, right here, right here, and she, and I and she picked me over all the children, and I got to sit on the stool. And she's like, "So, what house do you think that you are in at at, at Hogwarts?" And I was like, "Oh man!" I said, "Great debate." I said, uh, "I I fashion myself to be a Gryffindor because I'm loyal and true, um, sure. but I do strive for success." And green looks a lot better on me than burgundy, so I might be a Slytherin. She goes, well, let's find out what it is. And she puts the hat on me, and all of a sudden this voice comes booming through the room. And it's like, hmm, this is a difficult one. Uh, Better be Gryffindor! Gryffindor! And I jumped up and and, and cheered. So I was officially sorted into uh, Gryffindor House by the sorting hat. That is very cool. Anyway, I bet you weren't expecting that when you shared that meme with me. 
I did not. I have one more meme You're for welcome. you, though. This yes. was uh, yes, thank you. Uh, this was from my mom. I'll show you, Danny, so you can see. It's the words are all in the shape of a Christmas tree, which is Wait, nice. Did your mom create uh, this? No, I don't think so. I think she just shared it. Oh, okay, but it, it, I okay. liked it. it. This is this is a little bit more sentimental. It's a nice Christmas message for you, which I thought was great. And it said, "This Christmas, end a quarrel, seek out a forgotten friend, dismiss suspicion, and replace it with trust." Write mm. a love letter, share some treasure, give a soft answer, keep a promise, find the time, forego a grudge, forgive an enemy, listen, apologize if you were wrong, try to understand, examine your demands on others, mm. think first of someone else, be kind, be gentle, appreciate, laugh a little, laugh a little more, express your gratitude, gladden the heart of a child, Welcome a stranger. Take pleasure in the beauty and the wonder of earth. Speak your love. Speak it again. Speak mm. it yet once again. Which I thought was just great. Wow. They kind of put all of those words into the shape of a Christmas tree. Oh, that's so and good. And I just thought that was uh, really kind of touching and, and awesome. And so I wanted to share, share that, that. On, our, on our Instagram. You got to send that to me. We will. We will. I will. It's almost as good as, as you performing uh, Jingle Bells by Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Almost. Also on our Almost. Instagram. Check it is. It out it's now. all there. Check it out now. Um, hot music, okay, so yeah. Hot music coming in. Um, I don't know. <laughs> coming in. What is it? What's that even? Bringing coming in, in where? Send him the hot music. <laughs> coming in. Uh, do you ever like go into like a, an accent and you just start like shouting out random nonsense that doesn't make any sense at all? Which I guess all is the why time. they call it nonsense. <laughs> all the <laughs> time. Yeah. Danny, it's called our show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have you been listening for the last six hours? <laughs> Have you shown up at all? Um, last six hours. That's brilliant. Uh, okay, so that's Eric's Memes and Things, which which is mm -hmm. a segment that we've sort of danced around, like, you know, the Sugar Plum Fairies for the last, yes. you know, few episodes. But I think it, it's a, officially, it needs to be a segment, not just on this yeah. show, but on our next show as well, Memes and I Things. I love it. Memes and Maybe Things. Maybe we'll come up with, like, a, a better title for it. Sure. That's a little bit more. Memes and More? Memes and more. You love the alliteration. I, I like I memes do. and things. I, okay. It's like right. memes well, and who knows what else. Yeah, who I knows mean, more is that as well. Of, that might be the title of our show. Um, <laughs> did I ever tell you that my wife, when memes really like picked up in popularity, uh, how she thought it was pronounced? No. What did she think it was? Memes. <laughs> <laughs> memes. Hey, check out this meme. This what? <laughs> This meme. I kind of, I kind of wish they were called memes. Memes. Don't hey, you? Have you checked out the coolest memes? <laughs> these memes. I got these. I got a hot meme coming at you over here. Oh my gosh, that's oh, funny. Oh goodness. Okay, so a couple things I wanted to share, and yes. I'll try to keep this really, really brief. Uh, one is I went to a holiday concert. Uh, I mm. mentioned it, I think, on our last episode that I was going to a concert that night at, at the Walt Disney yeah. uh, Concert Hall here yeah. in Los Angeles, and. One, it was just so awesome to be back in a in a venue, like a massive venue, packed full of people and just feeling that buzz of energy. Um, yeah. There was one point in the show where uh, the group Chanticleer, who, who my friend and I went and saw, um, they finished one of their songs. I think it was Ave Maria. And because they're like a chamber acapella, like chamber group is, is their style. Right. And they like perform in like, you know, tuxedos with tails and vests and like the, the whole nine, like lit candles when they first come out. It's really, really cool. Um, and when they finished Ave Maria, like the applause went on for probably two minutes straight. 
And it was one of those wow. experiences. I'm sure you've experienced this one on stage and, and off stage, Eric, is that it's like there's this wave of energy that keeps rolling and like you think it's about to die down. But then for some reason, something ignites in the audience. It's, where it's a, like, a new life. It's yeah. sort of like dying down. And then it's, it's like, like it picks yeah. up again. And then it goes and like you can feel like I'm getting chills thinking about it. Right. Like you can feel this collective decision that everyone has made. It's like, no. We are not, not done enough. We must and then give somebody them goes, more. Somebody from the back goes like, "Woo!" Like you hear that from like yeah. way in the back, and then everyone starts <laughs> clapping again. Um, yeah. You know, and everyone on stage is sort of like smiling and nodding, trying to figure out like, how do we uh, stand here for two minutes <laughs> Move on and from receive, here, yeah. receive this award, this uh, this great gift? Um, yeah. But that was incredible. But one thing that happened during that concert, and it didn't dawn on me until the other day, was you shared a song on our last episode, our Christmas, Christmas, which was the song from the snowman, um, which was mm-hmm. what, music in the air. Is We're that, is walking that through the air. walking, walking through, the, through air. the air? Yeah. They sang that song um, yes! at the concert. And I was sitting there. They're like, We're walking in the air. cause they had all these like counter tenors and all this sort of sure, stuff. Yeah. I, was sitting there, I was like, where the heck do I know this song from? Cause it felt so <laughs> familiar to me. Right, and then yeah. after, you know, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I was like, Oh my gosh. It was the song that Eric played on our yes. show because I was li- I was listening back to our episode and it totally dawned on me, um, right in that moment. I was like, "Oh, that's okay." Now I actually really like the song. And, and remember when I played it for you, you were like, "I've never heard this song or seen this artwork or anything." Yes. What are the odds and then I that I would go to a concert that night and they would perform that song? Oh, that's so awesome. wild. Um, so that was awesome. That was Chant- Chanticleer. They're, the guys are incredible. They're from Northern California. They put on uh, an absolutely stunning show. And I want to thank my friend Mikey uh, for for taking me. He he uh, gifted me a ticket to the show. So that was that was a ton of fun. Um, one more thing. Actually, there's two more things, but one of them is really short. I'll share the short one with Great. you first. It's it's something that I believe we have Chris missed um, Ooh, this holiday season, especially us as parents. Um, oh. So the other day, I think this was yesterday. You know, as a kid, when you have kids or you're a parent or a caregiver or whatever, your your children are constantly, like, making messes. Like, that's just what they do. They make a mess. They the clean time. it up. Now they just make a mess. And so yesterday I was down the hallway and I heard my wife talking to my daughter about, like, you've made a, a big mess. And I was like, I was like, babe, it's not a big mess. It's a crisp mess. Crisp mess. <laughs> It's a Christmas. You've Christmas this all up. This is a Christmas because um, it sounds so much like Christmas, but it's a Christmas. Yeah, yeah. um, I like it. So I hope you, I hope you all use that this holiday season when you are unwrapping gifts and you look around and there's look paper at everywhere. This Christmas. And look, we have made a massive Christmas, um, and it'll be a little bit more pleasant, you know, because doesn't it sound like I don't that know, is pretty like good. You have a Christmas, like I think that's something we should all. Uh, you know, sort of like strive for on, on Christmas morning is a big Christmas and just embrace, you know, um, something yes. that I don't feel like we ever talked about. And I can't believe that we didn't talk about this thing. Hmm. I should have put it on my list of top 10 things to do at Christmas. I love on Christmas morning being the dad who's in charge of collecting unwrapped wrapping yeah. paper and putting it into a trash bag. 
dads love to be like, hey, hang on, let me go get a trash bag. And they have a trash <laughs> bag right next to their leg. They probably are yes. keeping one hand on it so that it's open. And then as soon as someone unwraps something, I'm like, give me a paper, paper, give me the paper. Hey, missed, <laughs> there's a little piece right there. Give it to me so that I'm managing yes. the whole time so it's not just insanity, not a Chris mess everywhere. So I, I yes. love being like, all right, hey, oh, wait, you got, there's a bow there. Give me the bow. Babe, are we saving the bows? Are we saving, oh, we're saving not saving the, the bows. bows are Why going- is that a thing? <laughs> How have we never talked about that? Like saving that the is, bows. Like that's become a thing. My mom loves saving bows and very pretty ribbon. Yes. Um, so of now course. it's like when when my parents, my family comes over for like our Christmas, whether it's in the middle of the day or at night or whatever, everyone just knows at this point in time that you one you unwrap your gifts very carefully when it comes to the yes. bows and the ribbon. And sure. At, and when you're done, you go, uh, Mom, did you, did you want this back? Is this something we're, we're hanging on? Do you want to save this, Mom? <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, I would. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> is that hysterical? We cannot be it's the so only family that do that in I'm this world. I'm sure there are other people that do this. Yes. Oh, my right, Keep going with your other thing that you were okay, going to say. Okay, so, so one more. I, I have a lot of things, but uh, I'm just going to do one more uh, for today because we have more to talk about later this week. I should save some, yes. some content uh, for yes. that next episode. But um, as I talked about, and I don't want to talk about today because I know I discussed it in our last episode, which is uh, we went to Disneyland. Yeah, uh, family. We went you to Disneyland. It was such an awesome experience, Love Eric. It. I think we just we got so fortunate because here in Southern California, it, we've been getting a lot of rain. Uh, yeah, lately, like like a lot of rain. Like not like drizzle. It's been like raining hard, and it's been windy, and it's been brutal. We got almost two inches. Everyone, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> There was so we much all stayed water home. around us. We didn't know what to do. It was insanity. Oh, well, the roads here are not built for water. Like, <laughs> you go to Seattle where it rains all the time, and there's like no wa- no puddles anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here, it's a totally Better different drainage. story. So it rained. We went on Wednesday. It rained on Tuesday. It rained on Thursday. It did not rain on Wednesday. It was nice and clear. It was cold, but Thank whatever. Um, and I think because we went two days before school got out, it wasn't packed. Like there was a decent amount of people there, but it wasn't just like out of control. So we were able to get on all the rides relatively quickly. We got good viewing locations for the parade, which we watched twice, once in daylight. Parade's just back. The parade is gone for like two years. Yeah. I know. My daughter, she loved it so much. I'll have to post a video of it on on our Instagram. She just waving at Anna and Elsa. I don't know where she got this language, but. Like the Toy Story characters were rolling by, and she was like, "Army man, over here, over here," and I was like, "Where yeah. did you get over here from?" Like, <laughs> she was like, and they pointed That's at her, great. they were waving, and I even, oh, Eric, yeah. I used, um, I used did your you tip. use my tip, yes. I did. Like, I had her sort of like up on like my left shoulder, like propped up, and uh-huh. I had my arm up in the air, and I was like pointing down at her yep. when Anna and Elsa came by, and they were like looked her in the eye and waved at her. It works, and right? It totally worked. It worked like a charm. Santa came by. Um, we got my daughter got to go on her first roller coaster ever. She went on the Gadget Go coaster in, in Mickey's Toontown, yep. Um, yep. and she she I think she enjoyed it, but was also like sort of thrown by the whole experience because it was so <laughs> sure. fast uh, compared fast to like Small her, World yeah. sort of vibe. Sure, um, but we did it. And you know, sm- we, was Small World open? Oh yeah, yeah. They the flood has been neutralized. It appears. Yeah. 
and it's back open. We got my our little daughter Riley. That was her first ride that that she went on at Disneyland, um, and she was just mesmerized by all the lights and the colors and the sounds. Small World at Christmas is like the best. It's, it's so epic. We got in line like I think right before everybody started gravitating there because we only waited maybe 15-20 yeah. minutes and then by the end of the day it was like over an hour uh, yeah. to get on, on the ride so we did that and uh, we did the carousel a bunch and the teacups and we saw the characters like right when we got there there was like the marching band was coming down the street with Mickey and Minnie sure like right at the head and we were right by the tree on Main Street I was like this is perfect um, yes. and the girls were great all day they napped when they needed to nap uh, it was just it was epic the ride home was was a different story. Um, they were not in a good mood when we got back to the car, but um, all that to say, it was everything I think I hoped and dreamed uh, that it would be. I and love that. I even ate a churro, Eric, and I don't. Ooh. I don't usually splurge uh, like that, but I, I crushed it with with the holiday dipping. Uh, oh my gosh. Cream, might I? Add. You were on a so tear. I got I after it. it. Yeah, I was so bad. Um, I love. Anyway, it. we are officially. Uh, an hour and 10 minutes or so into this episode. So shall we? We're going to get to our we're only, now. We're only doing half a countdown in, the, in this episode. This is so true. It shouldn't this take is true. too long, right? We're going to, we'll go real fast. You you can't see me, weak, but I'm giving weak. these sarcastic <laughs> eyes. Um, here we go. Okay, folks, here we are. We've made it to the list. We're doing oh our top, uh, I guess our bottom six, 10 through six of our ultimate Christmas list. So this is just the stuff that you cannot have Christmas without these things. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be music. They're going to be food. They're going to be experiences, activities, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yep. Here we go. Number 10 for me uh, is going to be Mickey's Christmas Carol. Wow. I love that TV special, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I just watched it again yesterday with my son, Miles. We loved it. I just I love the I love Scrooge McDuck in it. I love Goofy as as uh, Marley. I love uh, Willie the Giant as Christmas Present. I love you know the Toad as, uh, as Fezziwig. Pete as Christmas Future. It's just so good. It's so succinct. I mean, there's so many versions of Christmas Carol that have been done over the years, and I feel yeah. like they do the best job of like all of the points that you need to hear. The joy that happens at the end when Scrooge is actually there with Tiny Tim and he's trying to pretend like he's still being the mean Scrooge McDuck, but he's not anymore is so good. And it's just I cannot do Christmas Christmas without Mickey's Christmas Carol. I, I also we should do a shout out to how great the opening and closing credit sequences in mm. that show. I love how they have the like sepia tone and they're just drawings. And obviously the rest of it is drawings as well. It's animation, but like it just feels <laughs> so nostalgic. I love it. Uh, and I do have to do a quick little mini shout out that uh, I watched a thing yesterday after we watched Mickey's Christmas Carol that was okay. very funny. It's not nearly as nostalgic, but if you're on Disney plus and you just finished Mickey Christmas Carol, you should watch. There's a new. There's a whole new segment of Mickey shorts uh, that yes. they've made in the last like two years that are so funny, and they really have. Um, it's kind of has an old school animation look to it, and it it almost is 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 it almost is as if that was a hard thing to say. Uh, it's almost <laughs> as if they combined Mickey Mouse with the old Ren and Stimpy cartoons of just like oh, really big yeah. over the top. And they kind of have a more irreverent sense of Mickey Mouse, which I think is cool. Mm. Like Mickey is the king, but uh, there is maybe a, a, 
a thing that happened over the years that we lost the original sense of Mickey as a bit of a trickster and a bit of a, you know, he's he's scrappy and, and gets into trouble. We kind of made him so clean cut that like Mickey Mouse only could only say only perfect things. And, you know, and right. these new shorts kind of get away from that and they make him more silly and fun and goofy and. So they're really fun, but there's a new one that they made called Duck the Halls, which is all Ooh. about uh, Donald Duck wants to stay with Mickey and Minnie and Goofy for Christmas, but Daisy is saying, no, you're a duck. We have to migrate south for the winter. We can't be here. And Donald decides to stay with the gang and in the cold, and it, it sort of slowly falls apart for him uh, health-wise. But it is very, very funny. So definitely check out Duck the Halls, little side there. But number 10 for me, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, we're not going to play a clip because we're going to keep this episode a little bit shorter. We'll play some clips, but this <laughs> one we'll, we're, we won't play a clip. But we're assuming that you've seen it. If not, check out Mickey's Christmas Carol on Disney+. Plus. Oh, it's so, so good. Um, have you seen, I think it's called the uh, Mickey and Minnie Wish Upon a Christmas, I want to say, is is the one. Have, have you seen that one that's on Disney Plus I, right now? Probably. Uh, I, I think it's I brand remember, new. I, I, I'm is it to one of those is... newer shorts like that? Yeah, it's only about, then, yeah, uh, I think I'm trying to pull it up right now. I want to say, uh, let me see, I'm sort of dropping the ball right now. Oh, yes, 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 yes. This is it. It's called Mickey and Minnie Wish Upon a Christmas, um, and it's brand new. It just came out uh, earlier this month, I think on December mm -hmm. 2nd, I want to say, and it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, and, like, the whole gang sort of gets separated from each other, and they're trying to, like, make their way uh, back um, to Hot Dog Hills by, by Christmas Eve. And, like, Donald ends up on this, like, he's on a boat or something like that. He's going off with all these, like, young, hip, cool kids. Uh, <laughs> and then Minnie's on, Minnie's on, like, a separate boat, and Mickey and Goofy get separated. It's, it's really funny. My, my daughter's been watching it uh, a ton over the last I'll have uh, to make sure weeks. I so, check it out. Yeah, check it out. If you love Mickey, you love Christmas, it's it's a great one as well. Um, I, I realized that, like, I think I may have cheated a little bit with my list. Uh, okay, what'd you do? So I love that you picked a specific movie, um, but I... Somewhere TV in my special. list, I found TV oh, special. Me, TV special. Sorry, sorry, sorry. TV special. Um, <laughs> I love that you picked a specific uh, made-for-TV movie, um, <laughs> but I feel like I found a loophole in this system, and I listed what have you something done? that gave me the opportunity to talk about a couple movies without having to commit to one specifically as a slot on my list. Okay. Do you think cheating? Did you I don't do, want to like, say the, where it is. Did you do the Home Alone movies? Like as mm, uh, worse than that. Worse than that. Um, <laughs> well, we'll talk about it when we get there, and you can all tell right, me we'll whether see. or not you think I broke the rules. Okay, um, I will. All right. So for me, uh, at at number ten is, and what's really fun about this list is that I thought initially when we were working on these lists that I would just have a bunch of my number ones sort of sprinkled right. throughout my top ten. But then I realized, like, as time went by, that I think I slotted certain things not high enough on my list. They they maybe should have yeah. been number one on a previous list. And yeah. so now they've sort of popped up here. And, and this first uh, item, number 10 for me, is one of those things specifically. And it is doing the Christmas countdown show. That's good. number 10 on my ultimate Christmas list. I thought going into this, I was like, uh, 
I feel like I'm sort of throwing away a selection because I talk about how much I love doing this show so much that I feel like I could strategically talk about how much I love doing the show <laughs> right. without then get without giving up a slot on my list. But then I was like, you know what? I feel like I need to list it on my ultimate top 10. Cause when I think about Christmas this year and Christmas for the foreseeable future, yeah, us getting together, doing this show, being able to communicate with all of our listeners out there, being to being able to explore like the history of the holidays and movies and songs and learning how people celebrate all around the world. And, and, and our Christmas experiences are going to change year by year totally. to sort of integrate that into a space where we get to record it and capture it. And it lives forever. You know, like yeah. this idea of these stories about what Christmas this year has meant to us and has meant to our listeners that will live forever. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really neat. And like, you know, miles popping into the studio and, and saying Merry Christmas <laughs> as you know, what seven, he's six, seven years old right now. Six years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah so six year old miles saying Merry Christmas will live on forever yeah. on this show. That's really, be really cool neat. to go back when, when they're, when our kids are older and our age to be able to go yeah. back and listen to it and, Right. See what we were, you know, I'd love to know what my dad like loved about Christmas or was thinking when he was 40 and I was, you know, just a kid and it'd be great. So our kids will, will get the chance to do that, which is really cool. Right. And it's just, I feel like we're just, we're locking in this, this special period of time. It's sort of like a modern day version of like family home videos that you have from Christmas past. It's like a time capsule. And like you said, for our kids, to be able to go back and listen to, and even us to hear like what the holidays meant to us and, and for, you know, Miles and Sophie and for Emerson and Riley to be able to listen to like what, like seeing them experience the holidays meant to us as parents. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be either really special or divide us uh, significantly. <laughs> <laughs> In the future. I'm going to go with special. Um, I think you're, I think that's yes, it's going to be super more, special. Yes. When they're teenagers, maybe not as special, uh, but when they're in their 20s and 30s, you know, and, yes. and we're, you know, 70-year-old men being like, Merry Christmas! Still hosting Merry our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to episode 7,932 of the Christmas Countdown. Let me tell you about this great song. It's a classic. It's titled Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by a group called InSync. Um, oh, InSync again? Come on, God Danny. <laughs> you threw out your hip last Christmas talking about <laughs> Oh, my God. That bye, would be bye, so bye, fun bye to, to do. your hip replacement. <laughs> we should do a whole episode where we are ourselves in the future and we make up like, oh my future gosh. things that happened and we play these old men. That's a great premise i gotta come episode. up with a better old man accent that was i just sort of locked <laughs> i into thought something. that was good it wasn't I good it was good yeah it was good it I, works i i kind of wanted to do something a little bit more like this <laughs> a little bit more british a little bit more distinguished uh, i like elongated <laughs> words uh, like something yes. like that oh my god anyway that's good all right well all right here we hey, go we made it number nine it through ten <laughs> We did number 10. Okay, number nine. Look at this. We're through two multiple selections oh here. Oh, my gosh. Number nine for me is a song. Uh, I did, when I broke this down, I'll give you a little heads up, that of my top 10, five of my selections were music, three Ooh. of my selections were movies, and two of my selections were something other than music oh, I or movies. I cheated so hard. 
So, um, all right, here we go. Number <laughs> number nine for me uh, yeah. is a song. Uh, it is the song "Fairy Tale of New York" by the Pogues. Ooh. It's just uh, you know, I, I know it is not the most classic of Christmas songs. But for me personally, it is just one of my favorites. I love listening to it. I love covers of it. I love the version that I did of it. I love singing it in the shower. I love the message behind the song. It encapsulates my love of New York City at Christmas at, you know, and that feeling of that city in this time of year. So it just it wraps a lot of things into one for me. Uh, it also sort of covers the base of. While I love, you know, Frank Sinatra and Michael Bublé Christmas music and stuff like that, and Nat King Cole and Dean Martin and, and Sammy Davis Jr. and all of the greats, I also love the sort of rock or punk or more indie Christmas songs as well, and I feel like it falls into that category. So for me, I'm going "Fairy Tale of New York" uh, by the Pogues and Christy McCall. Uh, uh, we'll play a tiny little clip of it here, just a very short little snippet, just to remind you, just in case. Drunk tank, an old man said to me, Won't see another one. And then he sang a song, The rare old mountain tear. I turned my face away and dreamed about you. God, I Years from beginning, so happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all our dreams come true. So good. It's just yeah. It's uh, it's one of, one of my favorites. So that's what I had at uh, number nine. Solid choice. Solid choice. Uh, I definitely cheated. Uh, the more you go into your list, I'm like, oh man, I cheated. You're that or I was Would you, really smart. Let's see what you did. Okay. Well, we're not going to get there till part two, Eric. So so buckle okay. up. Okay. Uh, all right. So so number nine for me is uh, is going to be something that this Christmas season I've realized how much I truly enjoy this person's performance as Santa Claus. Uh, and that is, mm. uh, number nine for me is Richard Attenborough as Santa Claus in, in Miracle on 34th Street. I just think good choice. the way that he captures that character, the way that he's presented, the energy of the film, the way that it sort of leaves you open-ended at the end as to like not seeing Richard Attenborough like in the space of Santa Claus, putting gifts yeah. under the tree, that you sort of get to go on that journey and just... The warmth of him as an actor, the warmth of him as that character, how human he is, but how sort of mythical yeah. uh, and, and fantastic he is as well. I just think it's an absolutely brilliant performance. I think it is hands down the best performance of Santa Claus that I've ever seen on TV, in a film. Um, and just, again, I think being able to sit there this Christmas season and, and watch that film with my mom and sort of talk about like her still believing in Santa Claus and what that means to her. It's, it's, it's a cherished memory. I think of this holiday season. Um, 
and and it's a film that now for for years years to come uh, I will definitely be watching every holiday season and appreciating uh, Richard's performance. So that's number nine for me. Uh, Richard Attenborough's Santa Claus and Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, if you're not familiar with the film, we'll just play a, a short little short little clip of, of that right now. What is the problem? Your Santa Claus is wearing a top coat and a fedora. That's not my Santa Claus. Right. Now, throw it out, bring it up, right up high, and down she comes. <laughs> Just in the wrist, you see. It's really quite simple, you know, when you get the knack of it. Now then, why don't you... <coughs> okay, Pops, come on. It's my turn. Now, uh, give me the whip. Now, what have you just been drinking? I just had a little something to keep me warm. Now, give me the whip. You are intoxicated, sir. Yeah, and you are a pain in the butt. Now, Let give me, me that tell whip. you something. You are a disgrace. You have any idea how many children are watching you at this very minute and you're drinking? Just give me back the whip. Let me tell you something, young man. When you put on this suit, you represent something that has a great meaning and significance to millions of people all over the world. He's just so warm and and knowing and full of the the spirit of Christmas, that yeah. that joy, you know, and I like that he's a little cantankerous at times, you know, mm, I like that he word. gets, isn't it, it's, I feel like that's the perfect use of the word cantankerous. Uh, it, he, he just is such a great job. That's, he does such a great job. That was a, a great, uh, great selection there, Danny. I, I did not uh, include the, any of my Santas, which was hard ooh. for me to do, but, but, uh, but you I'm did glad wear a you Santa hat it. today. So I did that. wear a Santa hat, and I'm wearing an elf shirt, which is a great uh, little. You're wearing an elf shirt as well. I love that. I am. Um, uh, which is a great segue to my number eight selection, which is the film Elf, starring what? Will Ferrell. Wait a uh, I'm, second. I'm what, Eric? What, that was number that seven on your movies list. I know, and it dropped. Uh, uh, it, I'm putting it uh, uh, higher. There, it, it's so one of the much. only films. Oh my gosh! I know. Well, I mean, it's. Wow. I'm trying to. I tried to make my list have. While I, I think my number one movie was It's a Wonderful Life, and I actually did not put It's a Wonderful Life on my list Whoa. here. So I, I think I, I know. Big spoiler. I I think I was just thinking. I wanted. I wanted that feeling of of all of the different parts of Christmas and elf to me represents again, sort of the more modern Christmas in regards to modern movies, you know, and the it's a wonderful life feels the more, you know, classic Christmas. And so I had something else that I chose for classic Christmas movie watching, and I'm using elf to represent my modern Christmas movie watching. That was my, my rationale in choosing this, but the movie elf by Will Ferrell directed by John Favreau starring Zoe Deschanel as well. And James Caan and uh, Mary Stenberg and Ed Asner and Faison Love. And uh, who else did we say is in it? Uh, Peter Dinklage uh, is in it. Kyle Yeah, Gass. Peter Dinklage. Oh, my gosh. So many people. Who's that, who's that actress? The, uh, the, Amy, the, Amy the Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Amy Sedaris so many is people. the secretary. So many great people. Um, but Andy yes, Richter. Obviously the, Andy Richter. 
The oh movie gosh. Elf, so good. Obviously love the connection to it, having played Buddy the Elf on stage. Uh, I love the joy of the movie. Did you see this news report that came out uh, a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month or two ago, about how it came out in an interview that Will Ferrell was offered $29 million to yeah. make Elf 2 and turned it down. Yeah. And I kind of like why he turned it down. He said the script was not very good. And he said it's a classic. And he didn't want to sort of tarnish the the you know the memory of the original and he said i just didn't think with the script that they sent me that i'd be able to do interviews and like talk about how great of a movie it was because yeah. it was not a good script and i sort of love the artistic integrity that he had there um but yeah, I, agree. I, I just love the movie elf and and uh that was my number eight selection on eric could you indulge us real Christmas. quick can you indulge us real quick um yes. since you did play buddy the elf yes um and you played him at Madison Square Garden, the theater at Madison Square Garden. Could you give us yes. maybe one of how you would have performed, how you did perform mm -hmm. one of like the iconic buddy lines when you did it in the stage version? Could you do that for us? Uh, sure. I'll give you one if I remember, okay. if I quote it correctly. Uh, I love smiling. Smiling is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that was always one of my favorite lines. I love smiling. Oh, smiling is so my good. favorite. Oh, I yeah. love that. That's so good. Yeah. I did didn't you, really play. Did you I didn't scream really play Santa? a character. I didn't really play a character as Buddy the Elf. I really just did a version of myself. You just played Eric Eric Peterson. <laughs> Eric in some tights. Is, is Buddy yeah. the Elf. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Eric in different clothes than he normally wears and a, and a yeah. wig is yeah. Buddy the Elf. That's brilliant. Uh, so good. I'm so glad you included that. I actually just watched that movie uh, yesterday. Uh, that was our our so family uh, movie that we watched yesterday, which was which was Love super it. fun. Uh, all right, so number eight for me is uh, something that I just did uh, the other night on Friday night. I told my wife, I said, you know what we need to do tonight? We need to drive around looking at Christmas lights. I yes, I've realized not that I didn't think that I loved looking at Christmas lights, but I think I I gained a new appreciation for it this season and i realized it when we were at disneyland and just looking at there was one point we were standing on main street at night up by sort of the partner statue right in that main uh hub that's there looking towards yeah. the christmas tree so sort of looking south as it were down main street and seeing like all of the garland strung you know across the street oh, that was lit up with the, the mickey heads and the big beautiful tree standing at the end and i looked i looked at my wife and i was like oh my gosh these lights are so beautiful. Um, yeah. And and I just love looking at Christmas lights. I said to my wife, I was like, There's, has someone ever like stood right in the middle of Main Street, right around like um, like the ice cream shop sort of area yeah. where there's that Penny carpet Arcade area. pickles, yeah. yeah, and done a 360 photo at night so you could see the castle lit idea. up as well as like the train station yeah. and the tree just because you're torn at least i am like standing there looking at the tree one direction then wanting to turn around and see the castle all lit up the other direction yeah i would love i don't know if that exists uh, i have to look it up as soon as we jump off here but um i love christmas lights and, and like i said we went the other night there's this neighborhood here in my town where, as I've shared before, the entire neighborhood, every single house participates. Um, and I actually got some intel from one of the residents of the neighborhood when we were there, because uh, this year, rather than just driving around the neighborhood a couple of times, we got out of the car and walked around too, which was really, yeah. really cool. And when we were walking past one of the houses, I actually sent Eric a picture of this house because they had this like 25 foot tall 
Frosty the Snowman out in front that was, was just awesome. mind blowing. Um, and and the woman who lived there came out of the house, and I said, "Do you live here?" And she goes, "Yes." I said, "Is that your Frosty?" And so we started talking about the Frosty and how she got it. Turns out she works at Warner Brothers, and she got it in like a holiday raffle a few years ago. <laughs> nice. Um, and she randomly remembered my dad, who used to be a security guard uh, on the lot wow. at Warner Brothers, which was kind of cool. But I how asked random. her, I said, I got to know. I said, clearly there's an HOA here in this neighborhood. I said, right. is it part of the agreement when you move into this neighborhood that you've got to agree to participate? She goes... Technically, it's not necessarily in there, but it's understood <laughs> that if somebody's looking at buying a house in this neighborhood, that yeah. they should be fully prepared to participate. Because she told me it's not just Christmas. It's every holiday. They oh. do Halloween. They do Fourth of July. Every house awesome. gets involved in the neighborhood. Um, and it I was just such a there. cool experience. They had Santa the night we were there. Uh, he showed up in this like old school like hot rod, this red hot rod. Yeah. Um, and they had like a local high school choir saying "Zat you Santa Claus" as he got out of the, oh, man. got out of awesome. the car and he went and took pictures. But anyway, driving around, just going anywhere and looking at Christmas lights is 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 a dear favorite of mine, and, and that's why it came in at number eight on my ultimate. I Christmas love list. that. But he got it. That's a great yeah. selection. And you know, we actually did it uh, two nights ago as well. We we made the mistake. Did you really? We left. Yeah, we we left. I think a little too late in the evening because our kids were only awake for about <laughs> the first fifteen minutes of it, and then the last hour it was just me and my wife looking at Christmas lights, and the kids were asleep in the back. But we found a, a couple of houses uh, in our neighborhood here that were like totally decked out. Uh, we went to this one house called the Magic Tree. That there, I mean, it was oh, wow. so bright you could see it like from three blocks away. But it was awesome, and we were just listening to Christmas music. And do you know it made me think of when you said the. Uh, if anybody has taken a picture of Main Street, there is a yeah. YouTube channel that I don't know. I may have mentioned it on this uh, podcast, but I can't remember. Uh, if I did not, then here you go. And if I did, then here's another reminder. The uh, If you go into YouTube and you want to put in, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, into the search, search Ambient Worlds is the channel. And then you okay. can search Ambient Worlds Christmas or Ambient Worlds Disney or Ambient Worlds Harry Potter. And they have long form videos that are usually two to three hours that just have beautiful like screensavers. And there's one of Disneyland at Christmas. Uh, mm. And it's just you can see the tree and the castle and Main Street. And it's great. And they play Christmas music. And it's a great like screensaver to just put on your TV or put on your computer while you're going throughout your day. Ambient Worlds is a, a little... Uh, fun little YouTube. You channel had this to check up out. on your your TV in the family room at your party. I did. Right? I did indeed. Oh, it was I so cool, indeed. and the snow was falling in front of the castle. Yeah, it was, it was stunning. It's great. Yeah, love so it. I support that. Um, all right, so uh, we're to number seven for me. This one I chose an entire uh, album of music. Okay, uh, fair enough. Which uh, I feel like, judging by what Danny is leading me to believe, <laughs> that he has cheated on his list uh, in some higher spots. I feel okay about this. Um, I'm going to go number seven. I'm going with the entire album of Harry Connick Jr. Uh, entitled When My Heart Finds Christmas, which nice. is my favorite, well, tied for number one and two of my favorite Christmas albums of all time. Uh, the other one you'll you'll hear later in the list. I think you all <laughs> know what might be coming. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, that was just a little hint. Um, Wait a and, second. Um, 
<laughs> so number seven, I'm got, I've got Harry Connick's Jr., When My Heart Finds Christmas. So you have the great sleigh ride. You have It Must Have Been Old Santa Claus. He has a great version of Let It Snow. His Ave Maria is like perfection personified. He has uh, I Pray on Christmas. His version of What Are You Doing New Year's Eve. His Rudolph. It's just a, a perfect album start to finish. I love Harry Connick Jr. so much. Um, and so for me, any song off that album is it is just easily in my favorite music of Christmas time. And so that whole album for me really is is the tops. And I, I had to put it at number seven. I can't even believe it's that low. Uh, we'll play one little clip. Maybe we'll play Sleigh Ride because we haven't played that yet. And th- that's a great, yeah. uh, great opening there from Harry Connick Jr. When My Heart Finds Christmas. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show We're riding in a wonderland of snow Come on, horsey Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up It's grand just holding your hand We're gliding along with the song of a wintry fairy Oh, man, that band is so just, good. they're so tight and just screaming it's, it's so good So if you've not listened to that album from top to bottom you should, uh, as soon as you finish the podcast today, you should go put that on. Yeah, I felt really cool uh, a couple weeks ago at the Christmas sing-along at my church because, yeah. you know, I was, I was sort of positioned right next to the drummer and they were sort of doing a little rehearsal before and they wanted to sort of New Orleans jazz up one of the numbers. And yeah. the drummer was like, yeah, it sort of uh, feels a little bit like uh, Harry Connick Jr. I said, yeah, when my heart finds Christmas, am I right? Uh <laughs> And he's like, yeah. I said, yeah, that, that New Orleans uh, jazz vibe. Am I right? Um, <laughs> I love it. I, I felt oh, so cool. Great. He sort of looked at me like, uh, are you just like regurgitating something you, you heard recently? Because I, it, it didn't feel natural coming out right. of me. I was just sort of, uh, I don't know. You know when you're like with musicians who are really great at their craft sure. and you just want to find a connection with them sure, in yeah. some way? I think he saw through my, my, my crap. <laughs> But anyway, it was, it was a fun evening, nonetheless. Uh, all right, so it. number seven for me. I love that you're including so many movies and songs because uh, I went in opposite direction with my list, okay. uh, which is fun because I think it balances it out. So sure. number seven for me is something that I talked about on our Things to Do uh, countdown. It's something that just it means the world to me. You know, I think talking about it on the show reminded me of just how much it means to me. Um, and then this year with, with our family in years past, I may have mentioned this on the show is that we've always all bought gifts for each other, but this year we decided right. to draw names. It's the first year we we've ever done that because the family's growing sure. and, you know, just trying to be mindful of how much we're spending yeah. at the holiday season. So I love researching and giving thoughtful gifts. And that's what I put yes. at my number seven. Um, I, I obviously don't want to spoil anything for who I got this year because I know that my entire family listens to this show as, as well as my wife. So I don't want to spoil who I had and what I got. But I just I love that. And maybe I got to dig into it a little bit more this year because I only had one person to think about. Sure. But I really got the chance to, to start 
thinking. Um, and not just with that person, but also with, with my daughter. It's just so fun to think about, oh, what are the things that she's obsessed with? And, and, and you know you know your kids, but there's something, I don't know, for me as a parent that's really fulfilling about being able to sit down and think about exactly what your child loves and what you know is going to light up their face on Christmas morning. Yeah. That either one makes you realize like how present you've been, or two is a reminder to maybe be a little bit more present as a parent. I think it can go both ways and I think it can be both. Um, so for me, I just, I love the idea of thoughtful gifts and especially if you can find a way as we've talked about to do something unique, to do something that supports small business, you know, maybe it's something handmade, um, that's specific for that person. Um, I just, I love that process. And then really it's fun to think of it, but then it's the gift that keeps on giving because then you get to have that excitement build up for Christmas morning. And like, you know, when yeah. they're ripping the paper off, you're like, Oh my gosh, they're gonna here it comes. This. this is the moment. And then you see their reaction. Yeah. Hopefully it's positive. Um, and then you sort of get that payoff of seeing that smile on their face and, and, and knowing that they appreciated it. So, um, so yeah, so number seven for me is uh, researching and giving thoughtful gifts. I love that. That's great. You know what it made me think of is remember when everybody was obsessed with uh, Marie Kondo a couple about a year ago about, you know, the what is that? uh, She's the lady that had that Netflix special about like organizing your life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her big thing was, does this spark joy? She would like Mm. take out each the way she said, like the way to get rid of clutter and clothes and extra stuff is pick up everything in your home and look at it and does it spark joy and if it does mm. you should keep it and if it doesn't spark joy then you should get rid of it and oh, wow. i i like the thought of of when you're purchasing gifts hoping and and hopefully knowing the person you're buying the gift for and that it will spark joy in them and hopefully for a long time to come so i think i think oh, that's a, a great selection that's a great way of looking at it of of when yeah. you're gift giving you know cuz yeah somebody may want some new AirPods or some earbuds or whatever, but like, could you think a little bit harder looking at their list and what you know of them is like, what would spark joy in them and something that they're not just going to replace in three years, but something that they hang on to for potentially the rest of their life. So anyway, I love that. I love that. Well, before we do our last two selections, number six for me and number six for Danny, we did, you may remember on the last episode uh, of the Christmas Countdown Show, we asked our listeners, you folks listening right now, to send us messages uh, either to your loved ones, to anybody that you wanted to wish a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, send us voice memos so we could play them uh, yeah. on the show here. We are, And we got a, a few, so thank you we for did. that. Uh, we're going to play a, a couple of them right now. There is still time if you uh, are hearing this when this drops on Monday. Uh, if you want to send us one before our episode that will drop on Friday, uh, do that, and we will try to include it on our final episode of Season 1 here. Uh, but here we're going to play you two messages from two loyal listeners um, uh, sending out their own personal uh, Christmas greetings to loved ones. So here we go. Let's roll them, Danny. Hello, Danny and Eric. First of all, Merry Christmas to both of you. This is Jennifer in California. And I wanted to say Merry Christmas to my husband, who makes my life complete. And Merry Christmas to my kids, Haley and Hunter. You're my reason for everything. Thank you again, Danny and Eric. You really have made the season so special for me. 
Oh, that was awesome. That was so sweet. Uh, we're going to play one more as well. Here's our second one. Hi, this is Janelle, and I just wanted to say Christmas in Gemma from Kenya. Danny and Eric, thank you so much for making such a wonderful Christmas podcast and sharing all of your favorite things with us these past few months. I also want to wish my family and friends back in the States a wonderful, safe, and happy Christmas. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Our listeners, Danny, are just Jennifer so and Janelle. sweet. Jennifer and Janelle, them. thank you for those. Those were just awesome messages, and uh, we really appreciate the love that uh, you guys are sending out into the world. So we, we feel it, and we appreciate it, and, and we're so thankful that you have come along on this journey with us. All right, we yeah. got uh, two more selections here, one for me and one for Danny. Uh, number six for me on my ultimate Christmas list. Things that Ultimate I cannot Christmas have a Christmas list. season without. I gotta have these things. Number six for me is the song Oh Holy Night performed by the one and only David Phelps. You may remember oh, I this you were was say the YouTube version video. I played earlier. Yes, it's, it's the <laughs> Oh Holy Night. No, uh, this would be the slightly better version uh, oh. done by the one and only David Phelps. Uh, the YouTube video is so good um uh, you can listen to the youtube video he it's on his album that is on uh, the live version is on his album on spotify or yep. itunes or wherever you listen to music um but I, I just as i said before i think it is the most inspired uh most connected beautiful vocal performance of a christmas song that i've ever seen uh, i love watching the youtube video especially because it feels nostalgic and it's sort of early mm. 90s fashion that's all over yeah. it and i just love seeing the people in that congregation like experiencing that song and sort of you can see the moment that they're like whoa this is better than just a regular christmas performance like we're in in the presence of a moment here and i just think it's so great it's so i i love it from a technical aspect uh, as a fellow singer being like oh my yeah. gosh how do you sing those notes so amazingly and then as a christmas lover i just love the message of the song and the the whole vibe of the whole thing so uh oh holy night by david phelps another fun thing to check out if you really just dig in that song obviously watch the version but then on youtube search uh vocal Rea uh, like reaction videos to the yes. video um and because there's a lot of like vocal coaches and and you know singing uh instructors that do reaction videos to great vocal performances and are like oh my gosh they're using their head voice so beautifully here and they break down all the things that are <laughs> happening so there's some fun videos of reactions to david phelps version of oh holy night that are very fun but here's a, a tiny little clip we'll play uh just the end of the spectacular end of oh holy night by david phelps here we go Shall he break for the slaves, our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus
I mean, come on. It's, it's so like, epic. It hits you like a tidal wave of joy and Christmas and love. And oh, it's amazing. Um, it's, love, love, it, love that song. It's incredible. I mean, the notes that he hits is just ridiculous. It's powerful. <laughs> it's, it just, yeah. it's all the chills. It's all the feels. I'm so glad that you introduced that to us because it's like, I feel like you you took us to church, as, as they say. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to like take off my shoes and start throwing them on the stage. It was just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um, that's a solid 10 through six, Eric. I got to, I got to thank tip, you. Tip my cap to you. And again, still feel like I cheated, but uh, we'll <laughs> learn more about that in part two uh, of our ultimate top 10 uh, Christmas list uh, finale episode. Uh, but before we get to that, um, I do want to, Say, if you're not following us on social media already, uh, please do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, on TikTok, and Facebook. You can also find us at Pod on Twitter. Um, and if you're loving the show, please please rate and review. Make sure you are subscribing and following on Apple and Spotify. Um, that way you're getting all the, the latest content from us. But also that's a way to be connected to us to know when our next show comes out, when the new yeah. show launches in the new year, um, that way you know when that's happening and you can listen to us and follow us there. You should also follow us on our personal uh, social media channels as well. Um, just follow me on Instagram. That's the best way to do it, at Danny Jordan. Um, and you can and Eric, follow where, me where on, you Instagram, on Instagram, at Eric Pete, E-R-I-C-P-E-T-E. -E. Right. Come follow us there. Um, and without further ado, let's get to the uh, the last item on my list, which is number yeah. six uh, for this episode, and that is Christmas dinner. Um, I've put oh, Christmas yeah. dinner at number six specifically, uh, even though I'm a traditionalist, even though I love some honey-baked ham and some mashed potatoes and all the accoutrement, I do have to say that this tradition that we have started in our in our household and with our family of uh, my, my wifey's, uh, you know, two-day process homemade lasagna which I, I do want to take this opportunity to highlight um, what she reminded me is the most impressive part of the dish it is not the bechamel um, it is the it is the, the, the ragu the ragu that she Ooh. that she makes specifically because there's a lot that goes into it um, sure that meat sauce that she makes from scratch is uh, chef's kiss as, uh, mm. as all the the cool kids say it's that's right it's delicious it's amazing. Lasagna has always been one of my favorite dishes in the world. Like when I was a kid and we'd go out to an Italian restaurant, I would always get lasagna. Um, and I didn't yeah. think, I didn't think that I would be okay with it being my Christmas dinner. I didn't think that I would be okay with no ricotta cheese inside of it. Um, but I have been proven wrong uh, on both accounts. I love it. I love this tradition. I love just the visual in my mind of sitting at our Christmas table together our dinner table together with our you know our most dear family that, that we absolutely love um you know as you've sort of like just it's it's sort of like it's the punctuation on on the holiday season i think of everything you've been building yeah. towards and yes you open the gifts but the end of the day is not gifts the end of the day is not presents and money and all that sort of stuff the end of the day is everyone sitting together um, looking at each other, reminded of 
of what the season is about and what they're grateful for and what they appreciate in their life. And to me, that's that's my family. Um, they are my heart and my soul. And I know that's the case for you, Eric, and, and so many others out there. So that's why for me, number six is Christmas dinner, specifically uh, the wifey's homemade lasagna. You know, I love that selection, Danny, because here's what I like about it. I like that you said that you wouldn't expect that to be necessarily on your list. And I think that that's actually really important that you said that because, you know, I I think both you and I, because we are people that treasure nostalgia and treasure traditions and, you know, sort of like things that we grew up always doing and we want to do those with our kids, at least myself, I know that there can be times where I can be a little bit of a control freak of like wanting Mm. it to be like, oh, but this is how it's always been. And so I want it to never change. And I think it's important to remember that like everyone had their own traditions growing up and own things that they like to do. And, and when you get married and when you like have a family, it is important to sort of turn your family into that soup of gumbo that has your own ingredients, but also the ingredients from your loved one. And, and I think the, you know, sometimes that process can be a few years long before you can really feel like (laughs) an ownership of it. But as totally. the years go by and you incorporate other families' traditions, like for me, one of the things that Lisa's, it's not a Christmas thing, but her family loves to make um, shredded taco, shredded chicken tacos, right? And they put mm. mayonnaise instead of sour cream uh, in, in the oh, tacos, which at first I was like, what the heck is this? But I've grown to really <laughs> love it and feel like ownership of it like whenever people make tacos i'm like have you ever tried mayonnaise on it? it's great you know and like i've i've (laughs) uh, developed a a sense of ownership of that like tradition family tradition and so i think that that is an important part of christmas Mm. uh, is the combining of families and traditions and creating new ones that that you then feel ownership of so that's a great selection love that thank you we did it danny we made it through <laughs> five Woo. things of our list. And how long have we oh been my going? Gosh. Quite a while. We're, we're <laughs> nearly two hours. Yeah. <laughs> nearly two hours again. So hopefully you've stuck with us this uh, far. If we, if you have, we thank you dearly. We, we have so one thankful. episode left, everyone, of season one of the Christmas Countdown oh Show. Gosh. We're so glad. We've said it a, a bunch of times before, but it cannot be said enough how much we adore you, our listeners, and we appreciate you, and we we can feel your love and and your appreciation for what we're doing. And please uh, just continue to spread joy to your own families, to your own communities. Uh, we hope that you are having the best season. You have about a week left before yeah. Christmas. Uh, and we have one more episode. We will see you on oh, the next one. And as we, we end every episode here on the Christmas Countdown Show, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We love you guys. All right, we'll see you on episode 20 next uh, on Friday. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya.